0: It's been a week since the last time I recorded an episode, and this is another milestone episode. It is episode 300 of the Doghouse Fantasy Football Podcast. What's up, everybody? It is your boy, D-Roy, and this is the Doghouse Fantasy Football Podcast. Find me on Twitter and Instagram at RoyDog underscore 13, and still going over on Facebook, Dennis M. Roy over there. How is everybody doing? It is Scouting Combine week, wrapping up, of course. This is Sunday night. So, I'm just waiting for all the DB information to come in, and I will have the NFL Draft Spreadsheet. The initial the initial uh version of it coming out as soon as I get all that data entered. So that's great. That's kind of where I've been most of this last week. Getting this all prepared, uh, which is actually a really big undertaking considering the fact that you know, we only really have like a month and a half until the NFL draft out in Vegas. So the sooner I get working on everything going through the players and whatnots, the better. But we still do have to get through our AFC depth charts. I actually just sent out the updates uh, with the new uh, free agent money that is left for each team. Any moves? There wasn't really too many moves this week. Uh, There's basically preparation for the legal tampering period, which everybody knows about. That's going to be in about another week and a half I believe two Tuesdays from now if I'm not mistaken so we're paying attention to that paying attention to the combine football never stops it is definitely year-round news notes nuggets we know that the Dallas Cowboys are going to end up releasing wide receiver Amari Cooper due to salary cap reasons uh, and it sounds like they're going to use some of that money to re-sign Michael Gallup, who is a free agent. So, I mean, Cowboys, were shopping him around for a trade. I don't know who's going to trade for him, considering the fact that they know you're going to drop him, so why bother with it? So, Dallas, come on. Get your shit together. Uh, Bill, uh, Buffalo Bills have also granted wide receiver Cole Beasley permission to seek a trade. Uh, that is more than likely going to end up Being another guy that's going to g- get uh, Dropped So you Got any shares of Gabe Davis Or if you know anybody who will still sell Gabe Davis On the cheap for your dynasty leagues I would snag them up as soon As you possibly can Because um, there's going to be a couple spots open Emmanuel Sanders, free agent Cole Beasley, free agent So yeah, yeah, yeah. Get them Gabe Davis shares. But enough of uh free agency NFL news. Let's go ahead, let's get into the AFC North on this episode here, and then if we have a little bit of time, we'll look take a look at the average draft positions for some of the for some of our uh seasonal drafts so far in best ball. Care of the NFC. righty, Baltimore Ravens. Head coach John Harbaugh, offensive coordinator Greg Roman. Nothing has changed there. The only thing that's changed is on the defensive side of the ball. No longer have Don Martindale there. Now we have Mike McDonald. Mike McDonald head a farm. E-I-E-I-O. Special teams coordinator still is Mike Horton on that side. 24 f- total free agents, 8 on the offensive side, 16 on the defensive side. Right now they have $9.79 million. In cap space here. Lamar Jackson never signed never signed an extension, so that is still on the docket, quite possibly, for Baltimore. We'll have to wait and see on that one. Uh, but with the Baltimore Ravens, we will start, uh, as always, with the offensive line working from left to right. Left tackle, Ronnie Stanley. Ty, <laughs> Tyree Phillips at left guard. Bradley Bozeman, unrestricted free agent at center. Kevin Zeitler at right guard, and Alejandro Villanueva at right tackle. Pretty decent offensive line on the up front. Ronnie Stanley uh, did rate out uh, below average, as did Tyree Phillips, who was slightly below average. Uh, But overall, really good offensive line. Uh, Backing them up, though, uh, at the tackle positions, you have Jared Jones-Smith, Juwan James, who we still don't know how he's progressing from injury, sat out all year. Uh, they got him off waivers, basically, from the Denver Broncos, who basically cut him, which I don't know why you would cut an offensive tackle even with an ACL injury, but it is what it is. Uh, Patrick McCari and David Sharp looks pretty good as far as the backup positions. Let's we'll see what happens with Juwan James because that's that's a bonus if he can end up playing. Your backups at uh, the guard positions, Ben Powers, uh, strong backup there. Ben Cleveland and Brandon Knight, who is a restricted free agent. Center backups, you got Tristan Cole and uh, Castile, unrestricted free agent there, and James Murray. So they need a little bit of help at the offensive guard positions, at least, you know, in the back, um, in the backup spots. Center, we're going to hopefully get Bozeman re-signed maybe. I don't know. We'll have to see there. Uh, at quarterback you have Lamar Jackson of course. Wait and see what happens with the talks of an extension there. Uh, Tyler Huntley, the phenomenal backup who, you know, won the hearts won the hearts of everybody in daily fantasy last season is a exclusive rights free agent. They're going to re-sign him. And then you have Josh Johnson as a third stringer. At fullback, you have Patrick Ricard, who's an unrestricted free agent. They also list him as double-dipping still uh, on the defense at D-tackle, but primarily he is a fullback. And then you have Ben Mason as his backup there. We'll have to see. If they don't have to pay a lot for to keep Ricard, they'll keep Ricard, of course. But At running back, J.K. Dobbins and Gus Edwards, both returning from knee injuries. Good Lord. Uh, Devontae Freeman and Latavius Murray hitting the unrestricted free agent market. They're as good as gone. Tyson Williams, the kid that they never gave a chance to. Justice Hill and Nate McCrary also backing up there. So the big question and concern is whether or not J.K. Dobbins and or Gus Edwards is actually going to be able to return this season. They should, you would think, because they both got hurt before the regular season even started. So they're going to have plenty of time. For rehabilitation there and the way that everything is kind of gone here. Um uh, as far as ACL tears and stuff like that, they should be back easily by August. Uh wide receivers on one side you got Sammy Watkins hitting unrestricted free agency. Uh just let him go, please. For the love of God, Baltimore. James Roche the second, Jalen Moore and Benjamin Victor backing him up there. Marquise Brown, Marquise Hollywood Brown. My bad. On the other side, backed up by Miles Boykin and Tylen Wallace. And then in the slot, we have Rashad Bateman, uh, tentatively slated in there. Devin Duvernay has become more of a uh, return guy, exclusive. So right now, you are looking at Marquise Brown. Rashad Bateman, and probably a mix of Prochet and Boykin, although although they, Tylan Wallace actually got a little bit of a run in there uh, instead of Boykin, so that could actually be more of your fourth wide receiver there. Uh, but it's a, it's a decent, it's not a great wide receiving core. Uh they really need they really need to get one guy who can just become that all out wide receiver one stud uh to really you know bring this Ravens passing offense up out of the shadows because right now it is just floundering and I'm not gonna put it all on Lamar Jackson. He is at fault for some of it, but a lot of it has to just do with the targets that he's had. Um just he needs that dominant wide receiver. Now you could make the excuse or make the make the point that uh, I should say that Mark Andrews technically is the wide receiver one just playing at tight end. Uh rated out at elite and he played he played it he played that part really, really well. Uh his backups, Nick Boyle, Josh Oliver, Eric Tomlinson, and Tony Posian. Uh Josh Oliver was actually A guy that they tried to really kind of get on that field and utilize in there. But overall, I mean, Mark Andrews is just, he's the stud target. He's the stud number one target there for Baltimore. Moving on to the defense, we have a nice little 3-4 unit here. Uh, We're going to start along the defensive line here. And starting from left to right, Calais Campbell. At the D-tackle slash DN spot. Uh, hitting unrestricted free agency. Backed up by Justin <laughs> Madibuki. Uh, that's what I call him. I don't care. I'm not going to say it again. Uh, Brian Broderick Washington Jr. In the middle at nose tackle, Brandon Williams. And j- backed up by Justin Ellis. Both re- unrestricted free agents. And then Isaiah Mack bringing up the rear there. Uh, Derek Wolfe, Khalil McKenzie, Xavier Kelly, and Aaron Crawford, who is a Exclusive rights free agent at the other D tackle slash DN spot there. Uh, this defensive line really kind of (laughs) underperformed. Uh, there was an opportunity at, at points in the season to actually utilize running backs against this defense, uh, specifically in the passing game. So, um, little bit of work that's going to need to be done there. Um, it was kind of a shame that Brandon Williams Actually did not play nearly as well as he should have um, Derek Wolf got hurt So he wasn't going to be in there But to me Derek Wolf really isn't a guy That should be your front line starter At that position Anyways it's more, it should be more of a Rotational type guy um, Just for like a pass rush type Option at that spot So Going to need some work especially if they let Campbell go um, which I'm kind of expecting, but we'll have to see what happens with the salary cap. Uh, see if uh, they can rework some contracts and just kind of keep the... Get. It's not even keep this defense in a good spot. It's getting it back to what it used to be. That's the problem. Um, Certainly wasn't really the fault of the linebacking core because, I mean, he started at the strong side. He had Tyus Bowser... On the one end, backed up Odefi, (laughs) Odefi Awu, (laughs) Owee, my bad, Owee, Pernell McPhee, an unrestricted free agent, and Dalen Hayes there. You know, Tyus Bowser played really decent. Uh, Moving on to the inside, then you have Josh Bynes, also played really decent. His backups, Christian Welsh, uh, exclusive rights free agent, and Chris Board, unrestricted free agent there. Um. You got Bowser, you got Bynes on the one side. You have Patrick Queen, who I think actually plays a lot better than his rating. I don't think he's really good in pass coverage, but um, you know, as far as shedding blocks and stuff like that, I mean, he's still solid. But I think if he has another year where, if he has another year where he's kind of rated really poorly, like he moved up, he. He moved up from last year. Last year he was rated somewhere around, God, between 30 and 35 on the pro football focus ratings. And he's up now. He's up into the 40, 45 range. So he's made improvements, I guess. If he if he keep, continues to make improvements and at least becomes average into that 55, you know, can maybe get up into that 55, 60 range. And just keep progressing, kinda like for the Packers with Rashawn Gary, where he just kind of progresses each year. And then that first round selection on him is gonna be worth it. But right now, it's not looking too good. His backups, Malik Harrison, who actually didn't rate out any better. Uh LJ Fort, unrestricted free agent. Otario Alaka, a restricted free agent there. And then you got Justin Houston on the weak side uh he's hitting on un- uh free agency unrestricted his backup Jalen Ferguson not really decent so here's where they're going to probably attack in the draft and thank god there's a lot of edge rushers uh linebackers in this draft that are really good uh and i would expect i would expect baltimore to kind of take a look there although i i think they're going to take a look at a couple other spots too on the defense but we'll get there uh when we get there so They're going to need a starter. They're going to need a bunch of backups, so I would expect them to go defensive heavy at the linebacker position. Strong safety, you got Chuck Clark. He's fine. Uh, His backup, Geno Stone, is an exclusive rice free agent. Probably get re-signed. Can't see him not. So I think they're good there. Deshaun Elliott at the free safety position. He's an unrestricted free agent, so it's going to be interesting what they do here. Um. Elliot's not like the greatest, you know, the greatest free safety in the world, but he's not. He's not. He's not terrible either. So, (sighs) as long as they don't have to spend a lot of money, I think they'll bring him back. But because I mean, his backups and Brandon Stevens, Anthony Levine, uh, Tony Jefferson, and our Darius Washington, eh, eh, they leave much to be desired. Now, our Darius might be a guy that might be able to step up. I don't know if they're going to take that. Now, I would say if we look at the at the slot corners in Marlon Humphrey and Tavon Young, if they weren't so, uh, if they weren't going to get hit hard with the free agency at their corner positions, then I could see like a guy like Tavon Young being shifted over to leave Marlon Humphrey in the slot, but. I don't think they're going to do that, so this is going to be kind of wait and see, see what happens there. I'll end up marking it down as draft need, uh, free safety position, but we'll see what happens there. Your outside corners, you got Anthony Everett and his backup, Jimmy Smith, both hitting free agency unrestricted. Kayvon Seymour, woof. Kevin Tolliver, the second. mm -hmm. Not all that great, so they're going to be hurting at one corner spot if they don't address that. On the other side, you got Marcus Peters, who... You know, went out before the season with a knee injury, uh, backed up by Chris Westry and an exclusive rights free agent, not very good. Robert Jackson, Khalil Dorsey, an exclusive rights free agent, and Ahmad Marshall. So, corner might be the might be the spot that they attack first in the uh, in the first round. I would say it'd be corner, corner linebacker, and then safety. Oof, no. Corner, corner linebacker, nose tackle, then safety, if you're looking at the defensive side. Ooh, 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 ooh. I got to get these updated. Uh, This next weekend, I will end up having these updated with the team needs, and if I can, I'll get the draft selections put up, so we'll get to see how many draft picks they have. Yeah, that'll probably be I don't think they put out compensatories yet. So or no. They didn't put out compensatories because we haven't had free agency yet. So I'll get the I'll get the first set of uh draft picks put up so we'll at least get to see what they're working with. If they get compensatories, they get compensatories, right? So yeah, we'll work it from there. We'll do that. We'll set that as a goal for this upcoming weekend. Alright, now we got our AFC our AFC champion Cincinnati Bengals here. Returning head coach, Zach Taylor, and offensive coordinator, Brian Callahan. So that's good. Let's see what we got for free agency. 25 free agents, 10 on the offensive side, 15 on the defensive side. Wow. $48.7 million in cap space. Not bad, not bad. Now where are they going to spend it? Let's take a look. Looking along the offensive line, left to right, of course, Jonah Williams at left tackle. Quentin Spain at left guard. He's an unrestricted free agent. I actually, rated out better than I thought he was going to. It was surprising. Uh, Trey Hopkins at center. Hakeem Adjei at right guard. Riley Reef hitting free agency unrestricted. Uh, Riley Reef might be a guy that they might want to resign, but Isaiah Prince was playing for most of the end of the season, especially in the um. Let me think that. No, Riley Reef got hurt sometime around mid-season, I want to say, and then Isaiah Prince took over. So, yeah, they're going to need some help. Jonah Williams rated out pretty well. He rated out uh, in the low 70s, which is good. Uh, Quint Spain actually rated out in the 65 to 70 range. So, ooh, Rich Eisen. Oh, my God, he got blown away by Jordan Davis right at the end. <laughs> that is awesome. Oh my god, Rich had him. Oh no, they gave him a head start. <laughs> That's hilarious. <laughs> I thought they timed him out at the same time, but nope. They gave him, <laughs> this looks like they gave him like a ten second start. It was so awesome. Oh my god. Um so your back your backups at tackle. Uh, Fred Johnson, restricted free agent. I, uh, and then you got Isaiah Prince. Uh, your backup guards with Deontay Smith and Jackson Carmen. Uh, and then your centers, Trey Hill, Lamont Galliard. So they need a lot of help along this offensive line. Uh, left tackle fine, but they need to do stuff at basically they can do whatever they want at every single other spot. So not only free agency, the draft. Uh, they're really you. You would think that they're really going to hammer on this offensive line uh, in this off season. Simulcam guy beat Rich Eisen. <laughs> they got him against a woman on a fucking scooter. <laughs> oh, he beat the girl on the scooter. Oh. <laughs> oh my god, that's hilarious. Oh my god, what did he run? He got a five nine eight this year. Awesome. Awesome. Really good. Um so at quarterback, Joe Burrow, uh without a shadow of a doubt, actually hit the elite ranking on Pro Football Focus. Um I don't think he was elite. I I mean if he would have said you know, 85 to 90 range. I, I could have bought it a little bit more, but putting him in over the 90 range. But yet, Jamar Chase didn't hit elite. Yeah, I, I'm not buying that. Great quarterback, just not elite. Brandon Allen, is backup, his primary backup is hitting free agency unrestricted. And then you have Jake Browning. So, Brandon Allen, probably a priority resigning. I don't see why they wouldn't resign him. It's not going to command anything in the free agent market anyway, so... Uh, At running back, you have Joe Mixon, Samaj P. Ryan, Travian Williams, Chris Evans. Travian Williams yet again, because why not? Holy shit. How did I not catch that one? Uh, Elijah Holyfield and one Puka Williams Jr., the guy who cannot stay out of trouble. Uh, So they're pretty good at running back there. Very deep, very good crew. So we're just going to go ahead and move on from there. Your wide receivers, Jamar Chase on the one side, backed up by Trenton Irwin, uh, exclusive rights free agent and Scotty Washington. T. Higgins on the other side, backed up by Mike Thomas and Auden Tate, both unrestricted free agents. And then in the slot, Tyler Boyd, who is then backed up by Stanley Morgan Jr., uh, restricted free agent, and Trent Taylor, who they actually did resign to a future reserve contract. So... They're good at wide receiver as far as the starters are concerned. Um, Probably I would expect that they're going to take a look in the draft um, for the backups. Maybe a guy like Mike Thomas, maybe Irwin might get re-signed, but I don't see Auden Tate getting re-signed after this dreadful year. And then uh, Stanley Morgan Jr., I just... (sighs) I don't know if he can play at the other two wide receiver spots. That's kind of the problem. I don't know. It is what it is. Uh last but certainly not least, CJ Uzoma at tight end, unrestricted free agent backed up by Drew Sample. Mitchell Wilcox, who's an exclusive rights free agent, and Thaddeus Moss. CJ Uzoma's earned enough to He's earned enough to get a decent contract. Nothing outrageous there now. Tight end Rob Gronkowski of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers has said that he'd like to play with Joe Burrow, which is kind of surprising considering the fact that he has only really played with um, uh, uh, Tom Brady, you know, for the most part. So interesting. We'll see if we'll see if he if he at least inquires about coming over to Cincinnati. It would be a slight upgrade. But at the same point in time, I don't know. I don't know. Uzoma's getting old though too. Uzoma's been there for quite a while, so but Drew Sample's not gonna do it. And this free agent class of tight ends isn't all that great either. So yeah, we'll see. We'll see. Moving over to the defensive side, nothing changed as far as the coaching. Um and, but uh defensive line. Let's take a look here. So uh free agent acquisition Trey Hendrickson who came over from New Orleans fantastic year for them. Uh, at the DN spot, Khalid Kareem, Wyatt Hubert, and Joseph Osai backing him up there. At the D-tackle spots, so you got Larry Joby unrestricted free agent. Uh, doubt they re him. He got hurt in the playoffs, and that's probably going to take a, lo- uh, a while to recover from that. Uh, if I remember correctly, that was an Achilles too, so Probably just going to go past from him. Uh, Backup B.J. Hill might be somebody that they can re-sign. He's an unrestricted free agent. And then Zach Kerr bringing up the rear. D.J. Reader at the other D-tackle position, backed up by Josh Tupelo, an unrestricted free agent. Tyler Shelvin and Mike Daniels as an unrestricted free agent. I think all three of those guys are gone, so they're going to need backups here. Uh, And quite possibly a starter. At the D tackle position. At the other defensive end spot, you got Sam Hubbard, who played fine. He was fine. Cameron Sample came in from time to time, rotating in. Uh, And then Wyatt Ray, an exclusive rights free agent, bringing up the rear there. Your linebacker positions you got Akeem Davis Gaither on one side. He's fine, backed up by Keandre Jones and Jordan Evans, who's an unrestricted free agent. In the middle, Logan Wilson, who had, I believe he had shoulder surgery uh, this past week. But he'll be back and ready for the season anyway, so that's not a big deal. Backed up by Marcus Bailey and Joe Bocci. And then you got Jermaine Pratt at the uh, other outside linebacker position. Backed up by Noah Spence and Clay Johnston, who is an ex- exclusive rights free agent. They're okay at linebacker, but there could be an upgrade um, coming in here. More than likely at the Pratt position, but I don't think they're I don't think they're going to do it. D tackle they're going to hit heavy, and then uh, going to be a couple other spots that we'll get to here. But strong safety Von Bell, really good season this year, solid, uh, backed up by Ricardo Allen, unrestricted free agent, and Trayvon H- Henderson. And then at the free safety spot, you had Jesse Base the third unrestricted free agent, had a really outstanding playoffs this year, uh, so he's probably going to be a priority re-sign there. Uh, backed up by Michael Thomas, and then at your corner positions, you got Chidobe Awuzie, who's fine on the one side, backed up on, by Trey Flowers, unrestricted free agent, and John Brandon, the third. And then on the other side, you have Eli Apple, Darius Phillips, both unrestricted free agents. And also back there, Vernon Hargreaves, who they should have cut by now. Um, oh, but they can't because he's an unrestricted free agent. So technically, they did cut him. You could just say you cut him, and I think you'd be fine. Uh, nobody should ever sign Vernon Hargreaves. Uh, Trey. That leaves Trey Wayne's over on that other side. Very average year, uh, or very average play. when he was on the field, uh, which was very little. So. They're going to have to really hit the cornerback market hard. Not only probably in free agency, but in the draft, the draft especially. Uh, Your corners are going to be what they're going to attack first, I think. So uh, in the slot, you have Mike Hilton. He was fine, but he seemed to kind of just kind of taper off at the end of the year. Uh, And then backed up by Jalen Davis. So. Hilton i mean he's a slot corner he's never gonna be you know the number one or number two corner on a team, so if they can improve at the other at, at that at the corner spot outs, you know opposite of Chenobia wouzier um maybe get a you know another pass rusher somebody who can make some a little bit more push up the middle at d tackle uh that's gonna help to be able to be more one on one in those type of situations. Uh not give the quarterback nearly enough time and that makes Mike Hilton a lot better. So hmm. top QB production scores. Ahmad Garner 97. Damn Stingley Jr. 90. Well, he didn't do anything. Interesting. Interesting. Hamilton Gardner, McDuffie, Stingley, Gordon, and Hill. All first rounders, according to Daniel Jeremiah. Interesting. All right, so now we're going to move on to the Cleveland Browns, $28.8 million under the cap, 20 total free agents, 9 on the offensive side, 11 on the defensive side. Uh, We're going to start along the offensive line. Pretty decent offensive line, I'll tell you that. I mean, the backups leave something to be desired, but you're starting five left to right. Jedrick Willis Jr., Joel Petonio, J.C. Treader, Wyatt Teller, and Jack Conklin. The biggest gripe that you will have on the Cleveland Browns offensive line is just that can they be healthy all at the same time for the whole damn year? And that we don't know. We don't know. Uh your backups here are James Hudson, Alex Taylor at the tackle spots, also Elijah uh Nansa and Drew Forbes. Ooh. So not very much experience at the offensive tackle spots here. Uh, your guard backups, though, Michael Dunn, uh, Halty Frohote, Blake Hance, all istru- uh, exclusive rights free agents, uh, Chris Hubbard, who's an unrestricted free agent, and David Moore. They could do something to improve there. Uh, backup at center is going to be Nick Harris, who's a decent, decent uh, center backup. Quarterback, Baker Mayfield. It's a prove-it year, Baker, just like every year. If he's healthy, if he's healthy the whole year, then he's got no excuses. Baker Mayfield basically got off from last year because he played hurt, which was actually really good for him that he did that, um, just because it makes a lot of people just go, well, you know, he was hurt. He was hurt the whole damn year. What did you want him to do? Well... Maybe go get the fucking surgery early so then you can rest up for this year. Uh, His backup, Case Keenum and Nick Mullins, who came over from San Francisco. Uh, I'll give you one thing. Baker Mayfield's got job security because you don't want Case Keenum or Nick Mullins running your offense, to be honest. Your fullbacks, Andy Jonovich, Johnny Stanton in there. And then, of course, your running back crew from heaven: uh, Nick Chubb, Kareem Hunt, Dearness Johnson, who's a restricted free agent. We'll have to see if somebody actually wants to try and resign him or try to sign him off of there, uh, but more than likely he'll be returning. Demetric Felton, John Kelly, Dexter Williams, Trey Harbison. So, really good, really deep crew. No problems there at the running back position. Uh, Your wide receivers, Donovan Peoples-Jones on one side, backed up by Rashad Higgins, who's hitting free agency again unrestricted, and Ryan Switzer, who I swear to God um, didn't even know that he was still on a damn roster. I knew he was on a roster to begin the year, but I didn't think uh, he made it through the entire season until I made these up. On the other side, you got Anthony Schwartz, backed up by Jamarcus Bradley. So... The high flyer The high flyer that everybody was high on And I was like, yeah, but it doesn't mean he can catch a goddamn football So Anthony Schwartz has to really work on his hands If he wants to get them first team snaps Uh, In the slot, of course Also on the one side It'd be on the Schwartz side When they only go too wide It would be Jarvis Landry Uh, Getting up there getting up there in age. So he's still kind of productive, but it's just a guy that now I think we can really just keep letting him fall until he has the double-digit rounds and then you can go, okay. And my fourth wide receiver is Jarvis Landry. It's kind of one of those deals. All right, so now we have our tight end position, which uh, is led first and foremost by Austin Hooper. Uh, Backed up by David Njoku, who's an unrestricted free agent, but they've had contract talks to bring him back. Just let David Njoku please hit free agency and get to a team that needs a damn tight end. Harrison Bryant, Steven Carlson, restricted free agent, Miller Forstall, and Nick Gagomos backing them up there. So really, I really, really wish David Njoku can hit free agency um, and at least get a good look at a team that needs the services. It just it just has to happen. David Njoku is not going to be fantasy relevant until he gets out of there. So moving on to the Cleveland Browns defense, of course, on one DN spot. Miles Garrett. What can you say about Miles Garrett? Rated out rated out between that eighty-five ninety, so just below elite when he was on the field. And he was on the field a lot, so a Adigbo, hitting restricted free agency. Curtis Weaver, his backup there, at D tackle you have Malik Jackson hitting free uh, free agency unrestricted. Jordan Elliott and Sheldon Day at the other D tackle spot. You have Malik McDowell, an exclusive rights free agent. Uh, Tommy Gogai, Gogai, <laughs> actually it's Gogier, I think Gogie. I don't know. You know I can't pronounce half these fucking names anyway, so we're just going to move on. And then, of course, across from Miles Garrett, you have Jadavian Clowney, backed up by Takaris McKinley. Uh, Clowney couldn't stay on the field. McKinley got hurt uh, just before the end of the season, uh, both hitting free agency unrestricted. They both should be gone. Uh, then finally you got your backup in Port Augustine. So... They're going to need help all along this defensive line. Draft and free agency. More than likely, draft, but we'll wait and see there. Your linebacker positions outside. You got Malcolm Smith, an unrestricted free agent, backed up by Sion Takitaki. Taki. You know, I love that name. Tony Fields. The second, backing him up, backing both of them up. There, Anthony Walker in the middle, unrestricted free agent. He had come over from Indianapolis this last year. Uh, I think he actually he actually played a lot better than what his rating was. He's more of a glue guy there, anyways. Uh, backed up by Jacob Phillips, Elijah Lee, Willie Harvey, and then you have Jeremiah Wusu Koromoa, who hopefully will return from injury and uh, lend some support here to this defense at the linebacker position, backed up by Mac Wilson and Montreal Meander, a restricted free agent. So they're going to need some help in the linebacking core. I think Anthony Walker will come back, though. It wouldn't surprise me to see him come back. Good player. Um, <laughs> the only ones who I think would overpay for Walker would actually be Indianapolis, and I don't see that one happening. All right, so, strong safety. Ronnie Harrison, very, very good player. He's hitting free agency unrestricted. Backed up by Grant Delprit, who can't get on the fucking field to save his life, and Nate Meanders. At the free safety spot, you have John Johnson the third, played just below elite level, and backed up by Richard LeCount. LeCount, I know it's LeCount. I call him LeCount because you know I love to say LeCount. So they're good at safety position. Ronnie Harrison would be a priority re-signing. Uh, your uh, your corners, if I can not brain fart here for a second. Denzel Ward steady as ever, backed up by AJ Green and Herb Miller on one side. Greg Newsome, Greedy Williams, and MJ Stewart, who is an unrestricted free agent. If they weren't so goddamn injured, they that spot would have been fine with either newsom or or williams but mj stewart whoo let him go uh in the slot then you have troy hill very very good uh third corner just not a guy that you want to pull out to the outside either um so i mean really they should be fine in the secondary as long they their injuries you know don't don't fucking cripple them again but It is what it is. You're going to see that in the draft, too. So, D-tackle, D-end. Linebacker, maybe, if they don't do the re-signings. Strong safety. You're not going to find anybody in the draft better than Ronnie Harrison or in free agency, so you might as well re-sign Ronnie Harrison. Uh, And then, you know, possible backup corner, somebody that can maybe step up on the outside for the Cleveland Browns. Last but not least, we got the Pittsburgh Steelers here. And let's see what they got. 20 total free agents this offseason. 11 on the offensive side, 9 on the defensive side. $29.5 million under the salary cap, so they're in good shape there. Let's take a look at this offensive line, huh? Oof, oof. Offensive line definitely where they're going to start at this offseason. Uh, Dan Moore Jr. at your left tackle. John Legu, who should be John Legon, at left guard. (laughs) J.C. Hazenawa, an exclusive right free agent at the center position. Trey Turner at the right guard position, hitting free agency unrestricted. So is Chuck Wumo Okafor. Yeah, they need, they, it, it doesn't matter. Tackle, guard, center. Get guys in here, for Christ's sakes. Your backups at tackle, Zach Banner and Chaz Green. That is it. Woof. Really? At least they got four guys to back up at their guard positions and Joe Hag, Kevin Dotson, Nathan Gilliam, and Malcolm Pridgen. But good Lord, I wouldn't say that's any much better. Your backups at center, B.J. Finney, who's a free agent, unrestricted, and Kendrick Green. So offensive line, offensive line, offensive line. Free agency and draft. That's what they should be focusing on. I don't give a shit. Every single pick is a goddamn offensive lineman. Get it fixed. At quarterback, Mason Rudolph. That's it. That's all you got, Mason Rudolph. Just kidding. Got Dwayne Haskins, who's a restricted free agent. Josh Dobbs, an unrestricted free agent. You know, no more Ben Roethlisberger; he retired. So they're up shit creek without a paddle. It's either the Mason Rudolph project, or they're going elsewhere. We'll have to see. Could that? Be, could this be a landing spot for Mitch Trubisky? Ooh, would they do it? Would they do it? I don't know. I don't know. At least you got a guy to move around. So they'd have that going for him, which is nice. All right. Your, your fullback, Derek Watt, backed up by Trey Edmonds. They're fine there. Running back, Najee Harris, who rated out between a 65-70 on pro football focus. So he was good. He just wasn't great. Uh, backed up by Benny Snell. <sighs> <laughs> oh, Bagadix, Caleb Balazs, unrestricted free agent. And Anthony McFarland Jr. at running back, so they they need a they need a better backup running back. That's that's what they need back there. Your wide receivers are going to have Deontay Johnson on one side, backed up by Ray Ray McLeod, unrestricted, who's an unrestricted free agent. Cody White, Tyler Vaughs, Rico Bussey Jr. Whoa, ooh, not all the greatest backups in the world. Chase Claypool on the other side, backed up by James Washington, who's an unrestricted free agent. They should actually resign him. Uh, Steven Sims Jr. and Anthony Miller. Steven Sims Jr. is fine. Anthony Miller, woof, no, 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 because I can see what's going to happen here. So Ray Ray McLeod's going to go. Juju Smith-Schuster, who's also an unrestricted free agent, primarily plays in the slot. If they don't re-sign him, that means that Anthony Miller is on his way to becoming that slot wide receiver, and good God, please, for the love of God, do not let that happen. Do not let that happen. At tight end, you got unrestricted free agent Eric Ebron. I did leave. I did leave him in as a starter. We all know that Pat Fryermuth is definitely the starter. Uh, had a very very good rookie season. Uh, you know, not as good as Kyle Pitts, but he. I mean, Pat Fryermuth was Pat Fryermuth. Oh, here we go. Kyle Pitts was getting the yards and catches but no touchdowns. Pat Fryermuth was getting the touchdowns, but not all the yards and catches. Should have been able to put Pat Fryermuth and Kyle Pitts together to become the ultimate rookie tight end, in my opinion. Just should have let it happen, at least just once. Backups here, Zach Gentry, Kevin Rader, Jace Sternberger, former Green Bay Packer. So they would be fine. Even if Eric Ebron's gone, they'll be fine at tight end. Because, I mean, if you lost Friar Muth as your pass-catching tight end, you're pretty much fucked anyway, so just let it ride. Uh, Let's see. We got a new defensive coordinator in Terrell Austin, which is awesome. Terrell Austin is a very good defensive coordinator. Um, uh, They also have former uh, Miami Dolphins head coach Brian Flores in as a defensive assistant, so that that should be intriguing. That should be intriguing. Then I'd like to see this defense get back to where it used to be. Uh, maybe not so much for fantasy, but uh just in reality. So we'll see what happens there, but let's see what we got here. So you got Cam Hayward at the end. Very good. Rated out elite, yet again. Uh, backed up by Isaiah Laudermilk, Carlos Davis, Khalil Davis, and Daniel Archabong. At nose tackle, you got Tyson Alula, Henry Mondew, Demarcus Christmas, who's an ex- <laughs> exclusive right free agent, and then Montravius Adams. Uh, then you got, you know, uh, kind of a flux a little bit just because Stephen Tuitt got hurt early, uh, wasn't on there. That was the start of their problems as far as their running game was concerned. Um because then you had uh, Chris Wormley and Delonte Scott basically playing at that spot. A little bit of Montrevious Adams coming in, and Han- uh, Henry Mondu, too, um, at that DN slash D-tackle spot. So if Tuit's able to be back, then we definitely know that uh, uh, this run defense is going to get a hell of a lot better than 2021. So... Move into the linebacker spot, you got Alex Highsmith on the one side backed up by Tarko Charlton. That's fine. Then you got Joe Schobert at inside linebacker backed up by two restricted free agents in Robert Spillane and Marcus Allen. Spillane, I think, has just had his time here. I think he's time to go. Marcus, Marcus Allen, eh, he'd be cheap. He'd be cheap for a backup, so they're probably... We'll bring him there. He's definitely younger than Spillane, so it is what it is. At the other inside linebacker spot, what the fuck happened to Devin Bush Jr. Holy shit. He has just gone down and down and down. He started with so much goddamn promise. So would would Pittsburgh hmm would Pittsburgh draft another inside linebacker? That's kind of what I want to see. Now, I'm wondering if Bush just needs to be completely protected, though, too. Which is quite possible. Maybe he just can't do it all on his own. You hate to see it, but, I mean, the shit happens. So, well, it's going to be intriguing. I'll definitely put it down as a need that they need an inside linebacker, but... Interesting, interesting, interesting. Uh, his backups: Ulysses Gilbert III, T. Gray Scales, and Buddy Johnson. Nobody can start in front of him, so I mean, it's Devin Bush's job until until they say no more. Um, phew, hopefully they get that fixed. And then you got T.J. Watt on the at the other outside linebacker spot, which is kind of weird that Cameron Hayward actually. Rated out better than TJ Watt, who's like the defensive player of the year. You know what I mean? Like, I totally expected TJ Watt to have a 90 rating, and he didn't get it. He got close, but he didn't get it. So, real interesting. So, and that's what makes me kind of question PFF sometimes. So, stuff like little, little stuff like that. His backup, Derek Atuska and John Simon. They're fine, but they're no TJ Watt. So linebackers, yeah, they'll they'll look an inside linebacker uh definitely. Your defensive line, I think, is fine. Now the other spot that's gonna be a little bit of trouble would be that strong safety spot where Terrell Edmonds uh has been playing. He's an unrestricted free agent, as is his backup Miles Killebrew. Uh, and then you got Donovan Steiner. So I mean if they don't re sign Edmonds. Kilabrew could do the job. It'd be kind of like a a dollar store version of Terrell Edmonds, but it, where it fills it, it gets you a year, um, and but doesn't kill you. But it also doesn't give you like a, an all pro type player um, at that spot at the free safety position. Minka Fitzpatrick he had an average year. He had a down year, but it was still like his down year was still like decent. So. Making Fitzpatrick, no problems there. Let's take a look at these uh, corners to finish that one up. You got Cam Sutton on one side. He's fine. Arthur Mollett hitting free agency unrestricted. Let him go. He did not play. He didn't play worth shit. Sutton, I think, actually played better in his rating as well. Uh, Lyndon Stevens and then DeMarcus Acey, uh, exclusive rights free agent, backing him up there. On the other side, you got Joe Hayden, unrestricted free agent. <sighs> If you could pay Joe uh, Joe Hayden the veteran minimum, fine, I'd resign him. But he's going to try and command, you know, more money than he's fucking worth. He's old. Uh, it's time to let Joe Hayden go. His backup, Akello Witherspoon, also an unrestricted free agent. He'd be he'd be a cheap, nice cheap resigning. If you didn't sign Joe Hayden, you could have Witherspoon over at that other spot if you didn't want to take a shit ton of money in free agency or use. a first round pick on a absolute starter uh right out of the gate at corner there uh other backups James Pierre and Isaiah Johnson blah 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 and then last but certainly not least then you got your corners uh in the slot you got Trey Norwood and Justin Lane they definitely need to improve there but of course if it if you went in the draft let's say you don't do any free agents right outside of maybe Witherspoon and then you drafted a high-end corner, you could put the high-end, the rookie high-end corner right in the slot, have Witherspoon play to start the year on the outside and then switch them up uh, after a couple of games. Could do that. Could do that. Although the rookie would probably be like, no, nah, just go ahead and put me in there right fucking now, coach. That's how I'd be, though, too. So I can't really argue there. So that is our AFC North. Like I said, I'm going to re, re-go back through here. We're going to put the draft needs on there. And I'll put the 2022 draft selections on there, too. So you'll have them for next weekend. Uh, that'll help you out a little bit. Kind of give you something to look at, uh, rather than the same mundane uh, depth charts that I put out each and every week. So. Uh, just for fun, we're going to look at our top tens at the various skill positions. We're going to do this real quick. I don't want to spend a whole hell of a lot of time on it, considering we're almost we're at fifty minutes. So, but we're going to start at the quarterback position. We're going to take a look here. What is this? Is this Superflex. Ooh, Superflex. NFFC. See what our top ten rating, rankings are right now. One through ten, right now. Josh Allen, Patrick Mahomes, Justin Herbert. Joe Burrow, who's probably up because of the whole playoff push. Dak Prescott, Kyler Murray, who actually I'm surprised didn't drop farther. Uh, Lamar Jackson uh, at 7 is actually a, it's a discount, but I'm surprised he's still up that high. Uh, Aaron Rodgers, Matthew Stafford, and Russell Wilson. There's the drop right there, Russell Wilson. Actually, we should just do top 12 uh, for... since. Since most of us play in twelve twelve team leagues anyways, but Russell Wilson at ten. Hmm. Interesting. Interesting. Jalen Hurts and Trey Lance at twelve. Oh. I think people are gonna get themselves fucked with Trey Lance again. I just I just see it. At running back, Jonathan Taylor, no big surprise at one. Derek Henry, Najee Harris at three, hmm. Christian McCaffrey at four. Okay. Austin Eckler at five, yeah, I probably wouldn't move him up any higher. Dalvin Cook at six, probably should be way lower. Javante Williams at seven, should be higher. Uh, Joe Mixon at eight, which is fine. DeAndre Swift at nine, I would not take him at nine, especially, well, you could take him at nine, but I I wouldn't want him any higher than the end of the second round. I think that's way too high. But Nick Chubb at ten, go figure. Alvin Kamara at eleven and then Antonio Gibson at twelve. So that kind of that list kind of makes sense. Kind of makes sense. You can argue a couple of these in here, but at 13 is still Saquon Barkley. Ooh. Ooh, you sure about that? You sure about that? Your wide receivers, top twelve. Cooper Cup at one. No surprise. Justin Jefferson at two. Nice. Jamar Chase at three. Interesting. Devontae Adams at four. Now, he can drop a lot lower if he's not in Green Bay. So that one's going to be one to pay attention. So that could be either a high, really, really high, uh, or too high for Adams, or it could be way too low. Uh, Tyreek Hill at five, fine. Debo Samuel at six, okay. Stephon Diggs at seven, okay. A.J. Brown at eight, no, no, (laughs) no. Now C D L- AJ <laughs> Brown in that offense, no. You can't have AJ Brown at, you can't have AJ Brown at eight and Derrick Henry at two. I'm sorry, you just can't. They can't co they can't really coexist in there. Um AJ Brown has not shown a penchant for staying healthy either, so healthy or consistent. So AJ Brown at eight, no. C.D. Lamb at nine, that's way too low. It, I think C.D. Lamb should at least be at seven. To be honest, if they're going to get rid of Amari Cooper, it's a C.D. Lamb show from here. Jalen Waddell at 10, mm, full point PPR maybe. Keenan Allen at 11, okay, full point PPR. Uh, DK Metcalf at 12. I mean, I guess. I guess. Uh, let's take a look back here. Yeah, I guess. Eh. yeah I guess. looking at the wide receivers right now, yeah, I would probably say that's all right. still think it's too high, but it is what it is. Tight ends. number one tight end. Mark Andrews. Did he earn it or not? Did he earn it or not? Question remains. is can he repeat what he did? That's kind of the question. He had that late surge. that's what really popped him up. Travis Kelsey at 2. Fine. Kyle Pitts at 3. Yeah. Thought he was going to drop lower, but people are paying attention, which is good. Uh, George Kittle at 4. It's too high. Too high. Darren uh, Darren Waller at 5. That should be up at 4. That could almost be up at 3. You're getting a hell of a value on Darren Waller, especially in a Josh McDaniel offense. Darren Waller, bounce back here. TJ Hawkinson at six, okay. Dallas Goddard at seven, okay. Dalton Schultz at eight. That's a wait and see. He's a free agent for Dallas, so let's see if he resigns or if he leaves in free. Pardon me, or in free agency. Pat Fryermuth at nine, okay. Dawson Knox at ten, okay. He's earned the ability. He's earned the right to be a tight end. One. Uh, Zach Ertz at eleven. Only if he resigns in Arizona. Otherwise, I think he's done. Noel Fanta twelve for Denver. Eh. 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 Logan Thomas, if he comes back, he is tight end sixteen right now. That I think could be your tight end twelve right there. Is Logan Thomas for Washington. Especially if they're able to pull off one of these trades. Uh do you want to do should we take a look? See let's see what the defenses are going here. Buffalo, Dallas, New England, Tampa. Uh, I don't know about Tampa. Miami, Pittsburgh, LA Rams, San Francisco, Indianapolis, Denver, New Orleans, and Tennessee. Interesting. Interesting. I don't think you can argue with any of it, really. It's It's a it's a goddamn team defense. What do you want? But it is what it is. I got to get all these DBs entered at safeties, at safeties and corners. That's another 60 players. I got to finish entering in their numbers. So I'm going to end this podcast right here. I thank everybody for listening, as always. And uh, yeah. I guess we're starting our next march to pod number 400. But I swear to God, if we hit 400 by the end of this year, that's fucking ridiculous. That's going to be ridiculous. But it is what it is. We'll pound out the AFC. We'll talk a little. We'll talk a little combine this week. Dip in a little in and a little out. But for right now, I'm out of here. Have a good night.